Hello and welcome to episode three of Unranked. I'm your host, Christian Humes, and with this being the third episode, that means we are at our Venusaur episode. And a very cool and interesting fact about Venusaur is when the games for Pokemon first launched in Japan, they had red, blue, and green. So Blastoise and Charizard and Venusaur each had their own game. But if you're guys like us in America, we didn't actually get Pokemon Green. We didn't get a Venusaur game. So at least he's getting his own episode title here. And with that said, let's introduce our host. The host with the most, Alex Marinello. Hello. And Dan Wee. Hello. The <laughs> Toadette and the Toad to my Princess Toadstool. Oh my god. I'm not I'll take Toadette if you want. I was to. I was just thinking if Alex is the host with the most, I must be the host with the least yeah. over here. Yeah, you definitely got <laughs> shafted there. Yeah. So speaking of getting shafted, I think Venusaur definitely got the shaft on the whole Pokemon scene. I yeah, well nobody deserved. wanted to be nobody wanted to be Bulbasaur or any of Ivysaur or Venusaur. So it's probably J- Japan knew what or America knew what they were doing when they were like we don't want the Venusaur game here. We'll just take the cool ones. I wonder, that's not what happened. I wonder how but. much more of a pain in the ass it would have been if you lived in Japan to have to actually get all the Pokemon if it was split amongst three games. Like, we had to deal with it already being on two. You already had right. the annoyance of having to find people to trade with that had the other version from you. So imagine if you had to split it amongst three games. Yeah. Well, I don't know. The way I imagine Japan, I feel like there's a lot more people playing all these games, so it wouldn't be as tough to find. You know, like like eight of your buddies would have all three anyways. Are, are you stereotyping that Japan just plays a ton of video games? Yeah, the way I imagine Japan, that's exactly how it is. Yeah, have you ever you seen... just imagine a bunch of Japanese kids walking around with Tamagotchis and Nintendo DSs whoa, and just rocking? Not currently. At the time that it was popular, Tamagotchis, sure. So you think that every Japanese kid has a Pikachu in their house? No, not necessarily. I think you do. <laughs> I think not, not a picture. Pikachu, but some kind of Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you definitely do. <laughs> you think they eat, sleep, dream Pokemon? Over no, there. not necessarily Pokemon, but definitely video games in general. You know, they had a Pokemon Air. I think like an air, like an airline with like Pikachu. Oh yeah, they I, still have. Yeah, that I kind of remember that. Yeah, that plane is still active. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it is pretty cool. There's a real Pokemon Center too. Obviously, you can't no. heal Pokemon there, but there's a giant store location <laughs> called the Pokemon Center that you can go to in Japan. Stop it. Yeah, it's kind of awesome. You, you do uh, what, though? There's just it tons of toys useless. and franchise. Like, like you can get art, you can get clothes, you can get trinkets, you can get games. They just opened it up like this last year for the U.S. So now there's a PokemonCenter.us website well, you can go to so, so that you can order stuff. So what you're saying about Japan, stuff. though, is I'm right. Well, yeah, that was obvious. I mean, look, have you ever have you ever seen the like gifts of people in Japan like getting stuffed into the trains? They're yeah, obviously all like Japan playing DS. The game link cables would be a lot easier. You wouldn't have to go very far between people. Well, there. especially when they finally instituted the touch link. I mean, being on those trains in general, you like you must have been able to just accidentally link with people. Oh, like when it was uh, wireless. Yeah. You remember that, Alex? No. Uh, I, don't made, they, I don't think I made it to that generation. The, no. was a, that was on Game Boy Color, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was the Game Boy Color at the top. It had the little infrared, so you had to like put them right in front of each other. Oh, you basically yeah. had to make them touch, because otherwise yes. you would like drop the connection. So you'd, It's yeah. like, oh, you could yeah. play wirelessly, but really you just had to put them down on a table and face them at each other, because if yeah. they lost that link, it, it would just drop. It was like the right. weakest Bluetooth signal possible. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, yeah. once again, here we are speaking about Pokemon, and that is a great way for me to just get onto a little bit of a topic I want to talk about today, which is what like, what video game world would we want to live in? Because here's, here's something I've always said, and I've said this on another podcast I'm on, which is like, if I had three wishes, one of the wishes I would make is I would make Pokemon real. Because I think living in the Pokemon world would be the best of all the video game worlds I can think of to actually live in. So you're saying, like, God really fucked up when he didn't make Pokemon. I'm saying, yeah. <laughs> I want to go out as a 10-year-old and just start training and live the life of a Pokemon master. So you, you talked about your other podcast. Do you, you want to plug that? or uh... Uh, Everybody knows. Go to ZeitHeist.com, baby. <laughs> But it's wow, something I've thought... said before. Like, I, I thought of this, like, a few years ago. Someone, like, did one of those games. I was like, oh, three wishes. What do you do? And I was just like, make Pokemon real. If I could only have one, that would even be Wait, it. so, okay, wait, hold on a second. If Pokemon is real then, right, does that mean that everyone's job is pretty much Pokemon related? Because that's how I picture the anime and how I picture the games, is that everything about the world is Pokemon related. So all businesses... Everything would change. That's why I love it. Everything <laughs> would change. That's why I want that wish because mm. overnight you change the world. Wait, well, so I'm th- so the way I'm thinking of it right now, like I'm like so in in my day job, so I like regulate the securities industry. So that would go, that would be just gone, and we would just be regulating the Pokemon industry. Is yeah, how I picture maybe my maybe job you'd be regulating the Pokemon securities industry. <laughs> you'd get Zapdos futures. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, speaking of Zapdos, I'm pretty sure you guys knew this, right? But I just read this the other day. When you think of Articuno, Zapdos, and Moltres, the last like words oh, yeah. of their names is Uno Dos Trace. Yes. I didn't I didn't oh, catch that at all. <laughs> come on. I did not catch that. I mean I just like it was kinda like oh kinda like when you see the arrow in the FedEx symbol. Or when you look at Tostitos and you see the two people sharing a chip yeah, with a bowl of your sauce life. at the bottom. It's kind of like, like, what? <laughs> Whoa. What? Uh, yeah, I have one question about the Pokemon world, though. Oh, here we go. Is everyone a vegan? It. Like, Is... what do people eat? Because all the oh. Pokemon, like, you'd want to train them, not eat them, right? What, what do you Some eat? Some people eat Pokemon. Like, That's not true. Um, oh, that is true. That's no. got to be a thing. Because there was Wait, an episode so then... on the SSN early in the series. I think it was like episode 20 or something. And they open up like a, a plate and it was fish and it looked like a Magikarp. Like they've shown that before. Huh. Hmm. So I, I guess they're food and and fun. Well, they're, yeah, but, they're like, but like more sentient animals. But what like okay, but like so is there are there like good is there like fast food Pokemon and then there's like delicacy Pokemon and then there's like like run of the mill Pokemon like you know like what like what what goes on? I would think no, but you see, I wouldn't want to eat Pokemon. I still like Shake Shack and the Chick Fil A's of the world, so I'd be really upset actually if I had to eat. Because is there even a cow Pokemon? That's oh like, yeah, you know milk tank, I mean? milk tank. No. That's right. They made a cow Pokemon yeah. later on. Actually, that was a I, stupid question. They've pretty much made everything into a Pokemon. Yeah, they've made including... like weird little symbol Pokemon. We're at like... seven hundred and twenty-two <laughs> and counting. And uh, yeah, and the, not only that, but there's there's a Pokemon made of garbage, and then there's also a Pokemon from a chandelier. Yeah, well, there's so... also a Pokemon snow cone. <laughs> and let's not pretend yeah. like the newer Pokemon are the weird ones. In the first game, there was a Pokemon that's a Pokeball, 
There was a Pokemon that was a right. bunch of screws and a magnet. Right. Right. There's I always mean, there been just, like yeah. a handful of weird objects that are also Pokemon. Then there was Muck that was just Yep. <laughs> he was grime. just Grime. Yeah, he was As just I say grime, it's Grimer. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. Really getting creative. Oh man. What, I'm actually very excited been? because when this next year comes out, like they really have to just keep pushing uh weirder and weirder ideas so i'm interested to see what the next ones are you know you know what they should do you remember back when we when you were like a kid and you were trying to draw or like conceive of the best animal Mm -hmm. and you'd put together and you would just make it into like this mosh like hodgepodge oh yeah shit they should just have like five-year-olds just send them ideas and then just make those pokemon i think they have a lot of good ideas because like even in what they've done so far is each time they pick a region like they base the pokemon in that region so like the fifth game, Black and White, was based off of the U.S. So there were like, there were like a squirrel Pokemon and an alligator. So it was based off of like animals you'd find here. And then the more recent one was based around like Europe and France. So they based more about the kind of animals you would find there. Whereas the earlier ones were more about animals you find in Asia. Like Pikachu is not just a mouse; he's actually a Pika, which is a mouse in Japan. So what was Mr. Mime based off of? Mr. Mime is a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> and and Mr. Jinx or just Jinx, whatever There's... the. F- Jinx is like a gypsy, I think. Dude, all of the Pokemon that are, like, humanoid, I find to be the creepiest fucking things in the world. Yeah. <laughs> all Especially the humanoid when they the... Pokemon. Yeah. Well, all right. So going back to what world we'd want to live in, right? So I-, I thought about this, and I think I said Zelda, like the, you know, Hyrule. Yeah. But then once I'm done, then I'm then I'm kind of done. There's nothing really Link. else to do. And that's if I'm Link. If I'm just, like, a villager... Then Fuck. nothing really happens. I don't really like. It's kind of like Game of Thrones, right? So when you look at ga- when you read Game of Thrones or you watch Game of Thrones, stuff is happening to the main characters, and that's all well and fun. But if you're just like a peasant on a farm hanging out, you don't give a shit what is going on in Winterfell. You don't give a shit what Daenerys is doing. You just want to eat. Yeah, and you, you just, just hope live. they're not coming for you. Don't that's it. care. So I feel like that's how Hyrule would be. So if I really had to pick a game world, it would be one. I would go with Grand Theft Auto. Where I could literally jump into a car, a plane, a train, anything, and know how to use it perfectly. And if I fuck up, I just go to the hospital, pay $100, <laughs> and boom, I'm back. Yeah, I mean, Grand Theft Auto, though, you never always knew how to use everything perfectly. Because, like, you get in, like, a enough. helicopter, and all of a sudden it's like, holy shit, what the fuck am I doing? Well, yeah, I forget if it was Vice City. I forget which one it was, but there was one GTA where the controls on the helicopter itself were extremely hard, for me at least, extremely hard to use, where it was like I'm pushing the right bumper, but I'm going, turning, and then I'm very, very di- – but now it's it's easier now. <laughs> you know what? Or, or like – yeah, but in Grand Theft Auto, I can kind of steal whatever I want, and if I just run away fast enough – yeah, it's mine. I didn't think about that because in my head I'm thinking Grand Theft Auto is the worst place to live because if you're not the main dude, you could just be like, oh, I'm having a bag of ice. I'm mean, having some ice cream, or I'm walking with my groceries home, and then someone just shoots you in the face. Like this guy unassumingly walks by and shoots you in the face for no reason. But you're yeah, right, but you just respawn. It's fantastic healthcare. You literally just pay a hundred dollars and you're back to normal. Broken That's bone? Good. No. Dead? No, and all you gotta do is fine. like hide behind like a house or go into like one of the tunnels, and you get away from the cops, no problem. Yeah, I just killed twenty people, uh, and I'm just gonna call Lester. Oh, well, no more <laughs> that's cops. it. I'm I'm good. That's pretty good. I like that. I yeah. like that. That and I can I can do odd jobs and make five hundred thousand dollars in twenty four hours, <laughs> and buy a sweet apartment. 
You make so a very that's, good argument. That's what I'm saying. You make a very good argument. Dan, what Daniel? sports game would, would you want <laughs> right, to live in? Right, right. Which <laughs> superstar are you going to be in the, in the sports game? No, I mean, none of those are even that great without, like, you don't want to live in them. They're all cr- kind of crappy. Because if you do, like... Uh, what about, like, like the, man- the management simulation one, where you play as, like, the manager of a team? I mean, they every game has those. I mean, they're all kind of fun. I wouldn't mind doing that. But some games are kind of funny. They have, like, a my player mode where you get to, like, you know, live as that player. And they have you like, oh, you come in, you sit down with the GM every once in a while, and they, like, talk to you about how it's going. But it's the same three questions every time. Like, they have a rotation of three. <laughs> and it gets really, really stale really quick. I don't really know if I'd want to live in any of those games. I was just thinking, if you're going to – if you lived in, a like, a baseball game or a football game, right? So you play seasons, right? That's how the game works. Yeah, yeah. Kind of. So I feel like that scenario is the exact same one as the pinball episode in Are You Afraid of the Dark? <laughs> because there's no in-between. Where you just between. keep looping over and over and over again. You start at the beginning. <laughs> you go through the game. You beat the game. And it starts over again. And that's what, the, what you would be doing. You'd be starting a season, play the season, get to the playoffs, get to the World Series. And then you start all over again the very next Pretty year. much. It gets kind of boring after a while. But there's no off-season for you to just the, chill out because you got to go straight into it. You have to wait for it to load. <laughs> Man, you know, that makes me think of, like, the worst games to live in would be anything that's at an arcade game. Anything you go to a Dave & Buster's where you would play. Because mm. all of those games Ski are, ball. like, imagine any of the ones where you're shooting stuff, like House of the Dead. Because yeah. you're... You're never you, – you wouldn't be the guy shooting the guns. That character doesn't live there. They're the people outside the game. So you're either a zombie or you're, like, one of the people that gets grabbed. And you're like, please save me. And you're either going to get saved or not. And your life is yeah. just this endless simulation of either getting shot in the face by another player or being grabbed and hope that you're saved at the last second. You know, speaking of arcade games, I saw this uh, commercial for Dave & Buster's. And they were talking about um, Mario Kart and – Uh-huh. All right. Can we just – what is? What are you doing? Maybe he's talking to his roommate. I don't know. What? I mean, I can hear everything. It was distracting the fuck out of me. Oh, sorry. On? It wasn't going into the mic at all. Oh. oh. It was going into all the right. Google chat. All right. Anyway, I'll start over. <laughs> okay, there's Whatever. some stuff you might have to... Before we go back into this, Chris, you might have to cut out some of my stuff. Uh, my roommate came back partway through. So okay. I didn't, whenever I'm I didn't not hear talking any for of a while, that. just cut it out. Yeah. That's oh, fine. I didn't hear any of him talking. Oh, no, he wasn't so, here. Just, he came in the door and made a noise. It's all stuff like that. I'll listen uh, through it and I'll cut out any background noise. Okay, cool. All right. So I'm going to say what I was going to say. Nope. Do it. All right. Speaking of arcade games, I saw a commercial for Dave & Buster's the other day. And they were advertising uh, a new Mario Kart and Luigi's Mansion for, you know, for Luigi's like arcade. Mansion. You can go play. Yeah, Luigi's Mansion. And you had like a vacuum. Uh, what's it called? The Poltergeist. Uh, what's it called? The Poltergeist or something? Poltergust. I forget what it's called. It's probably Poltergust. That sounds pretty... That yeah, sounds like something... It's around there. Or, uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. But they said... The way they advertised it was it, it's free. Now, I can't think of anything worse than offering free arcade games to the public. Because you're because there's no way you're going to play. You're going to stand there and you're going to stand in line for 20 minutes right. to play a game that's going to last two minutes. It must be something where like, it's free if you buy drinks or a certain pass. It can't be drinks because they want kids to play. Maybe they, they have want... like a pass thing where like instead of buying tokens that you can burn, you can just buy like unlimited plays on certain games throughout the day too. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I granted I did zero research 
before coming onto this podcast. Well, yeah, I mean, look, this? this is the unranked podcast. If you're right. coming here for <laughs> right, real right. information, if you're coming right. here for hot right. takes on anything that we've yeah. thought for more than five seconds about, you are in the wrong yeah. place. Yeah. Actually, I was thinking about that. So it's called unranked, but I have actually been ranked oh, in wow. a game once. What was that? I was ranked in Halo 2. Uh, team skirmish i was in the top 200 all right online i and was in battle so block theater real ranking for quite some time i was like number eight in battle block theater for the basketball Wait, weren't you weren't you guys on uno oh yeah, yeah. we were we we're getting up there on uno too you we two were like a lot of uno dan <laughs> big time uno guys dan blasted past me at some point or another in that game too yeah it gets kind of old after a while the uh you just only play so many wild draw fours before you just don't give a shit anymore. <laughs> but even then, we still don't pretend to be professional players, and we definitely aren't no. professionals when it comes to video game news. Which, no. speaking of which, I have a new podcast game I want to play with you guys where I quiz you on some games. Da, da, da. In a new game we call da. Game or No Game. Oh, Game or No Game. All right. Gentlemen, here are the rules. I am going to read you the title of a game. It's either an indie game or something that is in Greenlight, which is one of those like alpha games. So it's you can it's like Minecraft. It's not quite out yet. Or it might be a Kickstarter game, but it's something that's not well known. I'm going to give you both three options for what that game may be. And you can each choose one of the options, and you get a point if you get it right. If you don't get it right, you get no points. I have a list of games here, and we're going to start off with the first one. So here's your first game. The game title is called Unconscious. Is it an adventure first-person horror survival game? Is adventure first-person? Yes. Is it a, an okay. adventure first-person horror survival game that takes place in an asylum? So that's the first one. Okay. The second one. Is it a VR game for Oculus Rift and Valve's Vive where you have to manipulate your way through a dream world? Or, number three, is it a mobile game where you play as an EMT and you have to perform surgery on patients as your vehicle makes its way to the ER? I'm going to go with the VR game. All right. Dan? Let's see. I need with the first, the first option. <laughs> Did you just pick? <laughs> Did you just pick a random number and not remember what it was? No, no. I remember it was like Adventure First Person oh, okay, okay, or okay. I just didn't feel okay. like saying all that. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is Dan gets a point. It's an adventure first-person yeah. perspective horror oh. survival game where you take place in in a uh, asylum. So that's that Oof. first game. That's on Steam. Why is it called Unconscious? Uh, because it takes place in an asylum. I I don't get that. Yep. Uh, there's I a reason I pick I pick certain titles and I come up with certain game game ideas for oh. this. Uh, there was a game I played at E3 a long time ago. It was a demo game. Um, for Oculus, which took place in a dream, so that's how I thought of that one. <laughs> All right, fine. Yeah, my Wait, okay, so so Dan, so Dan gets five hundred. Uh, yeah, Dan gets five hundred points. points. Yeah, five hundred points for each correct answer. All right. Yeah, the reason okay. I picked that is because it seemed least likely to be the answer. I feel like this is mostly a trick question game. <laughs> yeah, I tried to uh, I tried oh, to make God. I tried to make the questions uh, different and mix them up so that there's no easy pattern for you to. I, I want them all to sound like real games. We'll see. So, all right, here's your second title. It is Zombies on a Plane. 
So the game is zombies on a plane. Here's your first choice. Is it a third person game where you play as someone transitioning from a zombie infection in the airport? It's your job to get past all the different security checkpoints and infect as many people as possible and ultimately get onto the plane so you can infect everyone on the plane and at your arrival destination. That was your first option. Your second option okay. is it a top-down traffic control simulator for PC and mobile that mixes with Plague Inc., which if you've never seen that, it looks like the Earth, and you see all little like planes and ships that move from one uh, country to the other, and you are your goal in Plague Inc. is to spread an infection. Well, in this, you're spreading a zombie infection, and you are a traffic control simulator, and you control where the planes go. And instead of trying to spread an infection, you're actually trying to keep the zombies that are on the planes from inspecting the rest of the Earth. So you may have to down planes, you may have to redirect civilian planes, but you don't want that zombie infection to spread. And your third option is a zombie first-person shooter that takes place inside of a plane and on a plane. All right, so if I had to really think this through, number one, the explanation for number one was extremely long. So it seems like it's bullshit. (laughs) <laughs> number three was way too short so again i think it's bullshit so i'm gonna go with number two i was also gonna go with number two i i like the idea of the game more than anything uh i feel like it's the more reasonable someone would want to play that because it's it's the one where you like have to control situation a, where you're an air traffic controller if zombies yeah. are real it would be a real situation you'd want to train for yeah i'm going with number so two number although two, yeah. i i feel like he i feel like dan should not be allowed to pick two um, I can't pick the right answer. You know what? Gonna split. Yet, but... here's, here's what I want to say. I feel like you should yeah. be able to pick the same ones, but I think after this turn, we should alternate. So every other, you have to... Like, Dan's got to go first on the next one. All right, what's the answer? All right. The answer is, it's a zombie first-person shooter that takes place on <laughs> and inside a plane. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dan, I want you to answer first on this next one. Sure. The game is called Space sure. Food Truck. Once what's again, called? the game is called Space Food okay. Truck. Is it a cosmic clone of Cooking Mama where you have to create food? If you never played Cooking Mama, look, you see like a chef's table and you literally have to like chop onions and food. You basically, it's a game where you make food. Or is it a co-op food truck simulator? Each player has separate tasks and your goal is to create new tasty recipes that the galaxy as a whole will enjoy. Or option number three, is it a third person space hauling game? You have to maneuver through asteroid fields bounty hunters, and hungry aliens to deliver your yummy goods. I know the second one where you come with new recipes and this stuff. I like the second option there. Uh, I'm going to go with the third option because I think it sounded the most cohesive sentence okay description <laughs> so, I'm going. well gentlemen alex still stands with zero points and dan gets another 500 <laughs> yeah. to go to a thousand points wow. uh, does that clinch victory for me nope we've got how many we've, points i've got i've got five rounds here so we got two oh. more of these so alex how many if you get how them many right, points until you get a steak dinner i don't know i'm not gonna Purchased i'm not gonna you. be in new york for quite some time i don't know unless <laughs> unless the loser buys the winner the steak dinner you guys can figure that one out no, that's bullshit. You can't just like sit there and wash your hands of the whole affair and just be like, "Oh yeah, Alex." I say, buy. if any of us ever get five out of five, Chris owes us a steak dinner. Yeah, I think so because no, it's really his game, and if we can f- sift through his bullshit, uh, okay, then he owes us a steak dinner. All right, if you ever get five out of five, yeah, I will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you yeah. ever get five out of five, I will yeah. 
buy you one of those things that where you guys order food from one of your 24-hour places near you. Because I'm not going to be in New York for a while. I'm not. I'm not sitting sitting down with you, you for a steak what dinner. What 24-hour place? Are you, you guys order about? from these like eat 24 things and that no, crap? We don't. No, we don't. You're just imagining. What do you the way think New York? Si- what do you think New York is? Like, what do you think goes on here? I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> Here's the. What do you think we're all just listen, we're gentlemen, all just looking to eat as as much and as often as we can. Is that what you think goes on? No, this isn't New Jersey. It's to- totally not what goes on here. <laughs> Hold on, let me put down these fries. That is not what happens on this show. Oh God. Um. All right, I've got two games left. Alex, you've got to get both of these right, and Dan's gonna get both of them wrong to tie this up. The fourth game is called Caligula. Uh, is, my, one of my favorite emperors. Is Caligula a dating life sim that follows the real life events of Caligula in the Roman Empire? <laughs> okay. Is Caligula an 8-bit RPG that takes place in high school, which you have to navigate the monotony of life as a troubled teenager? Okay. Or the final choice. It's a Roman Empire-themed first-person melee game. You play as one of Caligula's guardsmen during his reign, and you're involved in a plot to overthrow the Empire. Little does your team know that you're working with Caligula, so he won't be the next Julius Caesar. So, who should go first? I should go first, number one. Yep, Alex goes first on this one. All right, so... I actually know a lot about Caligula. Um, Would you like a medal? I read... I've read a lot of actually not to, you know, sound like a pompous ass, but I've actually read a lot of books on Caligula. What a pompous okay. ass. Mm-hmm. Caligula Give me give me the just give me the short versions again. Uh the first one is a life sim that follows the real life events of Caligula in the Roman Empire. The second one's an eight yeah. bit RPG where you play as a high schooler and you have to navigate the troubles of a teenager. And the third one is a Roman Empire-themed first-person melee game. So instead of a shooter, you have, like, melee weapons. And you're working with Caligula to take down the people that are trying to take him down. Oh, man. He had a lot of incest going on. I'm going to go, and he had a lot of trouble in his... All right, I'm going to go with the high school thing. 8-bit RPG? Yeah. Okay. Because he, he had a big problem when he was a kid. And that one, I'm not saying that you are Caligula in high school. I'm just saying it's an 8-bit RPG game that takes place in high school. No, no, I, okay. I know. I just want to be sure because the way you said he had yeah. a lot of trouble as a kid. No, no, I know. Okay. But, yeah. Dan? I, I, too, was going with the high school one. I was surprised when you went with it after talking about it. you've read all these books and everything. Do you want to <laughs> Do you want to stay with that or do you want to pick another one? I feel like I feel like we shouldn't be able to pick. How about this? How about the person who goes first, they get the first pick. You can pick my answer, but if you pick it... And you win, you get 100 points less than I would get. But you still get points. Or you could try to... Or how about if I pick the same answer as you and it's wrong, you don't lose any points, but I lose 500. Okay. See what I'm saying? Okay. I like that. Let's do that. (laughs) That's the new rule. Hey, listen. We're, this is the unranked podcast. We don't have real rules. We don't have scoreboards. We're making it up as we go along. All right. Yeah. So... If that's where we're at, everyone's picking number two. Yeah. Alex, you are now only 500 points behind because it is not an 8-bit RPG game that takes place in a high school. It is a life sim that follows the real-life events of Caligula <laughs> in the Roman Empire. See, I thought that that was too obvious. That's why I didn't pick it. <laughs> I feel like I've come up with some good ideas for games. Someone should take these and go make them. Maybe they will. All right. 
So here is our last round. Alex, you can either tie it or Dan, you're going to pull away with the lead. You get to go first. The game is called Spectrubes. Spectrubes? I'll spell it for you. S-P-E-C-T-R-U-B-E-S. That's what I thought Spectrubes. it would be spelled like. That's what I thought it, it would be spelled like. Here's your first option, gentlemen. Is it a ghost hunting game, kind of like Ghostbusters Left 4 Dead, where you and a team of up to three others have to destroy all the specters and ghosts in your area? Number two, is it a mobile ARG game where you hold up your phone and you can see ghosts in your own living room? Or is it an 8-bit <clears throat> or is it an 8-bit <laughs> puzzle game where you have to move small ghosts inspired by games like Pac-Man and Pipe Dream? Daniel? You're going like I'm gonna go with the Pac-Man like game. Spectrubes. Spectrubes. Could be anything. What was number? What was? <laughs> just give me the quick summary again. What, uh, one, the two, first three? one is a ghost hunting, left or dead kind of game. The second one is yeah. one where you hold your phone up and it shows you ghosts, like an ARG. So it uses the camera on your phone. You can see your living okay. room, but you see ghosts. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, the last one is eight bit puzzle game, kind of like uh, Pac Man meets a pipe dream, where you control and move little ghosts. Okay. So, hmm. note I picked the third one. You picked the third one, mm-hmm. right? So I, I think I'm going to pick the third one too, and I think I'm going to pick the third one because I feel like a lot of the games on Steam are pretty low, low budget, low, mm-hmm. like you know. So, and I think it's going to be. I literally now remember think not I all of these games are on Steam. Some of them, I I said some of these oh. games are either on phones or they're on Kickstarter. No. Yeah, but I feel like the, just the name of this game sure. screams that they didn't. Like, That's it's why I just want to be sure before well, you make. A final answer that you hold know. Hold on. Hold on. Let's world. discuss strategy here for a second. Yeah. Because this is the last one. Am I right? This is the last one. And I'm up 500. Yeah. They're each worth 500. So by uh-huh. picking the right. same one as me, you're guaranteeing a non-victory. That's but true. I would have a non-victory already if you've picked it. If you've picked the winner, I have no... I, Alex I'm is looking a, to diminish his loss. Here. If he's very sure... Alex is very yeah. sure that's the answer in his head. I think he only loses by 500 instead of 1,000. Okay. Yeah. If, well, the one thing I can tell you, gentlemen, is no one's getting a steak dinner tonight. Well, we already weren't. We already, we, five, yeah, we already know that. Yeah, if we, anyone was listening and following along, we were well aware No one was getting a steak dinner. But you both yeah. got the answer right. Nice. Yay. It is an 8-bit puzzle game where you have to move small ghosts inspired by games like Pac-Man and Pipe Dream. All the games from tonight were from Steam, just so that you know. If anyone wants to check them out, you can find them on Steam. They are available. Uh, I have some that I wanted to pull from Kickstarter and mobile, but actually these were my favorite uh fake game ideas that i came up with so i figured we would go with these um and i think we'll bring this game back we'll uh, go over the rules the next time we'll come up with some hardened rules and maybe someone will win the steak dinner the next time around but dan is going to be our reigning champion with 1000 points at our high score yeah. and uh now i guess you could say you are ranked at something here number and, one um you're all I would ranked. like alex I is think, number two i think since we're at the 30 minute mark this would be a great time to uh call it a day and invite everyone to come back on friday this was like a nice little supplemental podcast you know we're early on here we were trying out some games we want everyone to check out our show uh so we invite you to come back on friday for our next episode of unranked you can check us out at zeitheist.com my name is christian humes alex we can find you on xbox live at tuna targaryen and dan you're on instagram uh technically yeah uh, sunrise don't. danagram i don't ever check it though <laughs> and your big d yeah. on xbox live uh, at Big Dan 815. Big Dan. That's why right. it used to be Big or D. Or is it Big D now? No, it's Big remember. D. It is You're Big D. D oh, okay, oh, so you're Big, Big D, D 815. 815. I completely <laughs> forgot that changed. <laughs> yeah.
on Twitter and, uh, and Big Dan. And I'm Henry Gale, but the L is an I on Xbox Live, and we will see you here next time on Unranked. Oh, Thank you for listening. <laughs>